Right. So we will go against all new information and stick to what it is that we know to be true for ourselves, healthy or not. We will stick to it. How many people have you encountered in your life where you can see clearly that it's time for them to make some sort of change and they just won't? Or what if it's you? What if you are the person that it is time to make a change? It's time to evolve. It's time to move forward, backward, sideways. It's just time to move. But for whatever reason, you just won't do it. You cannot bring it to yourself to do it. You can't find the strength inside of yourself. You just can't do it. Does that sound like you or people you know? Share this podcast with them if it's someone that you know in a gentle way because we don't want to be rude. But think about that for a second. And also, let's look at why is that? What is it about change that makes some of us really struggle to do it? What is that? Let's dive into that today. But before we start, let's also talk about the people who are on the flip side that are constantly changing, constantly moving, and you can never really put a pin or place placement holder on where they are, what they're doing, how they're showing up. It's almost like when you, every time you see them or you talk to them, they've got a new thing going, a new this, a new that. They're constantly changing and never staying still. Let's talk about both of those types of people because I think in many ways, all of us find ourselves on either end of that spectrum. And at any given moment, we are either of those types of people. So what is it? What is it that makes some of us adapt to change and change constantly? while others of us stay still and really have a hard time making change. Let's talk about the people who change quickly and fast first. For a lot of them, when you really dig down or when they are able to answer the question for you, it typically falls back into the category of fear or this scarcity mindset, right? So this mindset that says, what I'm doing right now is not enough. What what I have right now is not enough. I need more, I need more, I need more. And so the other piece of that is also this idea that staying attached to something for too long can be painful. Maybe in their experiences, not necessarily trauma-related, but also could be trauma-related. It might be a situation where when they have attached themselves for too long to something, that it's very painful and it causes them a lot of harm. And so they have learned and adapted through their years and through their experiences to not attach it to anything for a long period of time and to quickly be able and ready to change. In a lot of ways, I feel like even when we were in school, like elementary, middle, high school, so grade school basically, that that was a thing that every teacher was forcing us to adapt to. I can remember distinctly hearing teachers even say that when you get in the real world, 
You have to be able to change at the drop of a dime. You've got to be able to quickly adjust, quickly change, and all the things that go with us. Hurry and do it. Hurry and do it. Maybe for a lot of us, that's where our anxiety started, now that I think about it. But either way, that message was pretty clear and pretty consistent that we need to be ready for quick change. We need to not put all of our eggs in one basket and be ready to just go at the drop of a dime. But on the flip side, there are the people who really, either because of that experience or experiences similarly, have really taken the mindset in their adult life that they are going to be slow to change. They are going to hold on to whatever it is that they have in front of them or in their disposal, and they are not going to let that go. And so either way you look at it, again, both people, both ends of the spectrum tend to come from this mindset of of scarcity, this mindset of fear. Both of those categories can be potentially harmful in terms of um, not letting you live the life of abundance that you want, the life of peace that you want the reaching of goals, if that's what your thing is, or just being present in the moment. Because both of those have the ability to take that away. It's really important that we start looking at deeper into the why and really start looking at how we can make some change there. So I'm going to stick to the folks in the category of people who don't want to change and want to keep things the way that they've always been for themselves. Now, while some people might look at them and say, oh, they're just thinking in an old-fashioned way. They are um afraid or they're they're not intelligent i want to beg and challenge you to really open your mind and your eyes and ears to think about them in a different way many of them have the exact same feeling as the people who change quickly it's just that they're going from a lens or from a focus of let me just hold on to what i have but that holding on to what you have does become rigid thinking and it does keep you kind of stuck in the same pattern the same cycles While life is continuing to move on past you, you find yourself just being completely stuck right where you are, unable to progress, unable to adapt, unable to change. And for many people in that category, they will come to therapy and report that their friendships are ending, their relationships are ending. They may not be able to keep and maintain romantic partnerships. Their colleagues at work are complaining about their lack of progression. Their bosses might be complaining about it. If you're a business owner, you might even notice that your own business is starting to fail or or just stay stagnant because you aren't able to make the change that's necessary. So in many ways, you think that that thinking is helping you. But again, when you start reflecting on on your life and your experiences and your situations, you'll notice that it's really not helping. And it's also important, and I really want to drive this point home, that we get new information almost every hour. If you have a smartphone and you are scrolling on social media, you are looking at news sites, you are looking at websites, you're talking to people, you're constantly getting new information. So you can, and it's a good practice to start really deciding when and where and how to apply that new information you're getting to your worldview and make the necessary changes. All of us have had experiences where we would probably make a different decision now or back then if we look at a past situation with the information we have now. I know like many of you all, if you're in my age range, this was before, and I think it was President Obama who passed this bill, but when we went to college, I remember the first week of college, there were all these fairs and people on campus and every tent was getting people to sign up for credit cards. 
if you signed up for this potential uh, credit card, you could get a TV. There was another tent. I remember that was giving out backpacks. Another tent was giving out book vouchers to buy your books. And like many, myself and the people that I was with, and even people I didn't know, I noticed that a lot of us right at the fresh age of 18, maybe 19 years old, were walking through that part of the campus and signing up for everything they were offering because who didn't want a new TV? Who didn't want um, the new backpack? Who didn't want book voucher money? Who didn't want coupons for free pizza and all that? I mean, we were fresh out of high school. Many of us for the first time living on our own in a sense. We lived in a dorm, but we were still away from our parents and away from the structure and stability that we were used to. And so every one of us signed up for at least one card. And then I remember a few months later, like clockwork, all of us were getting phone calls from our parents about these high credit card bills we had racked up and all this debt that we would have to eventually pay back um, or our parents were already starting to pay it back for us, depending on your situation. Now, I'm not saying that everyone fell into credit card debt because I know that's not true. But for the bulk of us, no one had really explained and the people at those tents surely didn't explain how this whole process was going to work. So, and some of us did know, but we still made the decision to go ahead and do that. Now, 18-year-old Brittany did not have the mindset to think about, you probably shouldn't swipe this card for more than you actually can afford. So I know that now, at my age I am now, which is closer to 40, So, I, but I didn't have that kind of information back when I was 18. So that's a simple, pretty self-explanatory example of you get new information, you make a different decision, you make change. But that same type of process can happen for other things in our lives. Things such as relationships, such as our thinking, such as our thoughts and feelings. Those things, when we have new information, we can make new decisions and make different decisions. Let's say that instead of new decisions, we can make different decisions. Think about how you have reacted recently to a situation that made you feel annoyed, angry, sad, frustrated. Your younger self probably would have either verbally said something back to that person or physically done something to that person where now your adult self is able to say, you know what, I'm still going to say something to this person, but I am going to choose my words a little bit differently because I need to convey a message that I want something changed not just an angry reaction to what this person is doing. So that's another way that we can also start working on how we have new information. We can do something new with it to ultimately reach the goals that we have. And when I say goals, I'm not necessarily meaning that you want a million dollars. If that's your goal, go for it. No shame. And I don't have shame in any, in any particular goal for people, but goals in terms of, I want this interaction with my friend, my coworker, my partner, Whoever it is I'm talking to, I want this interaction to be different. I want to have something different come from this. So if you want something different, it's important that you put in the work in the forefront when you're communicating to people. Now, this isn't about, you know, pacifying your words or choosing quote unquote soft words. This is, though, about choosing words that fit what you're trying to get done. So I want you to think about situations that you've been in. I want you to think about some of the thoughts that you have that are keeping you from, from changing? Do you notice what those thoughts are doing to your body? Do you notice what those thoughts are doing to your relationships around you? Do you notice what those thoughts are doing to, to yourself, to your own mindset? Are you tight? 
Are you clenching? Are you having a physical reaction to thoughts that no longer serve you? What about rules of your life? Because we all have rules that we have set for ourselves that, that kind of govern us and keep us safe, keep us going, keep us pushing through our day. Have you taken inventory of your rules lately to see are there some that need to be adapted and or changed? Last year, we all experienced something that none of us in this lifetime have experienced, and it forced many of us to really have to look at some of the ways that we were living, some of the things that we were doing, and make some changes and, and adapt to it. For some, it was a thriving time, and it was a time that they really got to do some new things, really got to shake it up and, and do things in a way that they'd never done before. But for others, it really did kind of send them back into even a more rigid space of really holding on to whatever it was that they could hold on to so that they didn't have to make change. Because let's just be honest, if I haven't said it clearly enough yet, let me flat out say, change can be scary. Change can spark all types of fear reactions. It can spark, spark all types of things in regards to perfectionism, not good enough, imposter syndrome, you know, all of the things that I talk about in my book. It can spark those things. And for many of us, that is the one reason or reasons that we aren't ready and willing to make change. So think about that for a second. Do you have rules of your life that are keeping you stuck? Do you have rules such as, I can only talk to people on these certain days because talking to people on different days will get me off my structure and routine? Is that rule really helpful to you? What about, do you have a rule that says, if someone crosses me or does me wrong two times, I have to just cut them off without any response, without any conversation, without any kind of process around really thinking about why would this situation be happening? What about rules around perfectionism? Do you find yourself having rules of your life that say if this thing and this thing and this thing don't happen in this order and in this way, and if it doesn't look this certain way, that I somehow can't put out this product or I can't have this conversation or I can't show up at this event with my friends to show support. Do you have rules like that that you've noticed or recognized have really started to get in your way and kept you stuck? What about this idea of not good enough? Do you have rules for your life or beliefs that are keeping you stuck in this idea that you somehow are not good enough or that you are defective and therefore you can't show up, you can't make change? You have to just stay right where you are because things are finally feeling good. Because that does happen for people. Not good enough sometimes will make people stay exactly in the space and do the exact same things on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis because it finally feels good. It finally feels like you've achieved and you've arrived and you are where you need to be. But on the other side of that, people are probably wanting a little more from you. Not more in a sense of they want you to come out of everything that you believe in and give them something extra, but that they can see that you really are good enough and that they want you to be with them at certain events or be with them in certain situations or have certain conversations with you that typically they'd be afraid to because they know that your mindset is not changing. What about that fear of outgrowing people, outgrowing things? For some of us, the idea of change is scary because we know that it means we'll have to leave some people behind. And what I mean by leave people behind is this idea that when you get to a certain level, 
some people may not be able to be there with you. It's not that you are better than them in any capacity, but just that if they are still doing some of the same things that you used to do but are no longer beneficial, you might have to leave those people behind in that way. Again, doesn't mean that you are better than them in any capacity or that they are somehow less than you or somehow completely different, but there are certain situations where you can't always keep the same company that you used to keep. For some of us, especially if you are a first-generation college graduate or you're a first-generation to make a certain amount of money, there is a certain fear of change that shows up when you think about, I may not feel like I fit in with my family anymore. And while we don't openly talk about that a lot, that is a huge part of what keeps people from changing. In my profession, I've been fortunate enough to meet so many different people from so many different walks of life. And one of the categories that always is intriguing to me is the category of people who, who feel like if I do this next thing, it is going to put me in a different position and I will be the first in my family to do that. And I am terrified to feel alone. If you watch movies or TV shows, there's always a movie or a TV show that has the theme that shows the most successful person is typically the most lonely and, and all of that. And I do believe, again, based on my work, research, and experiences, that that is, a, that is a possibility for some. That if we aren't careful and we don't talk about change and and do change in a healthy way, we can find ourselves being completely alone. And for some of us, again, that is enough to make us not change anything. That is enough for some of us to have tons of information that could change the lives of many people, but we find ourselves sitting on it. We find ourselves staying right where we are. The idea of change and the idea of being alone is just too much. So think about that for yourself. Do you fall into any of those categories or have you considered any of those categories? And it's time to start really taking inventory and really sit down with yourself and, and look at what are the rules that are keeping me where I need to be, but could be holding me back? What are the rules that I might need to adapt and change so that I can move forward in life in the way that I want to? Am I a person who is afraid of succeeding or afraid of having to leave my people behind because I will be the first in this category and it does bring new experiences and new, and new things? Really start thinking about that and see where you fall. And when you, if you find yourself being like, oh man, I have too many of these very rigid rules that are really hindering my life, then take a moment to start reflecting on how do you want to change those? What do you want that change to look like? What do you need that change to look like? And start making small adjustments so that you can ultimately get to where you want to go. If you find yourself having some of that self-sabotaging thoughts around perfectionism, not good enough. And oh goodness, we didn't even get into imposter syndrome. We'll do that in a completely separate episode. But if you find yourself getting into some of those categories, really start looking at, do I need to seek out additional help for this? Or can I make some small, subtle changes that will get me in the direction to making the change I need to make? And again, because we get new information on a hourly basis sometimes, it is important that you start looking at that new information and making the necessary changes because since we get information on a regular sometimes it is important to start making some change in a in a quicker manner i don't mean to be like the other category of people who completely just change fast and and never really stick to one thing but i do mean that if you get new information make new decisions 
And if those new decisions make people question, you have the right to answer the questions, but you also have the right to not answer the questions. Either way, take a look at yourself and see, is, my, is adapting to change keeping me stuck in an unhealthy cycle? And do I need to do something with it? Until next time, don't forget to follow me on all social media platforms at Brittany A. Johnson LMHC on Instagram, at Brittany A. Johnson on Facebook, and always my website, BrittanyAJohnson.com.